New Right Network presents, right now, the featured podcast of New Right Network. Mobilizing, countering the left, energizing the right. New Right Network, home of the New Right Movement. And before we get started today, I want to tell everyone about NRN Plus. It's the premium membership for the New Right Network. If you want to support conservative independent media for the low, low price of $9.95 a month or $79.95 for the year, if you like what you're doing, head on over to www.nrnplus.com to subscribe. Again, that's www.nrnplus.com. And welcome to NRN Spotlight. And today we have a very interesting guest. Uh, his name is Josh Barnett. Did I say your name correctly? Yes, you got it right. <laughs> okay. Uh, and uh, he, uh, in this last election, ran for Arizona's 7th Congressional District. And uh, he also has helped a lot of really cool uh, people. Uh, so, Josh, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Like you said, I ran for United States Congress here in District 7, and um, it's been, a, um, of all times to run, it's been a very interesting um, time period, I guess, to, to run for anything, any type of office here, especially in Arizona, as you know, uh, we're still fighting the fight, and um, I think we're going to come out on top when it's all said and done. And, you know, that's, that's a big thing of what I wanted to talk with you about, uh, because Arizona has been one of those hotly contested battlegrounds. Uh, a lot of information back and forth is being shared. What type of things are you hearing and seeing uh, down there in Arizona? Well, you know, we unfortunately we have um, what we call rhinos running Arizona's state legislature. Uh, we have a lot of good Republicans and we have a lot of the, what we, like I said, what we call the rhinos. Uh, we have gotten Karen Fan, who's the uh, excuse me, the Senate Majority Leader, who says she's on board with bringing this uh, uh, special session. Uh, then we have a problem now with Speaker Rusty Bowers, who is right now he's my main target as far as he needs to get his ass in there and do his job. And you know we we have we have too many people. Uh, I'll try to say nice. <laughs> If I was off the air, we'd have a whole different discussion. But we have too many people in this state not doing the right thing for the wrong reasons. And uh, for whatever reason, they're, they're compromised or whatever it is, I don't really, I, I could really care less. If they're scared, if they're being intimidated, then they're in the wrong business. They shouldn't have been a politician. They shouldn't run for office. And that's just my attitude with them now. Uh, whatever, whatever they got into, they should just resign then and go away if that's what they're going to do. But for to have a Republican president and to have a slight majority Republican state legislature here in Arizona, this should be a no-brainer to have access to these Dominion machines. Four of the five people sitting on the Maricopa Board of Supervisors are Republicans. Mm -hmm. Well, Republicans. And they had one, and I'm going to give him credit because I went after him early on. <laughs> and, um, you know, we've had a lot of conversations uh, in person and otherwise. But Steve Chukri was the only one to vote to have these machines looked at. 
these other cowards voted against it. I expected Gallardo, I expected him to do, he's the, he's the lone Democrat. Of course, he's going to, what's he care about transparency for? Heaven forbid he does the right thing. So, but you know, it, it's, it's very unfortunate when, when you see these people fighting against a president who's a Republican, technically, and, and, and the fight, not only because he's a Republican, honestly, I would feel the same way about this, even if it was a, a moderate Democrat, JFK type person, you know? I, I, I just, I fully believe in the Constitution. I fully believe in transparency. Mm -hmm. I don't like the constant backstabbing and lying that these people do, and the corruption disgusts me to the core. And that's one of the main reasons I decided to run, because what I saw happening corruption-wise, not only in Arizona, but across the nation, it, it, it pushed me to the point where, like, I'm going to do something about it. And, and that, that's one of the top reasons I decided. I, I called up some people. I called up my, my campaign managers and stuff at the time, and I was like, let's do it. Let's go 100%. Whatever happens, happens, but I'm not stopping until we get in there. And, um, and I knew coming into this race in 2020, I knew, I knew what it was. I knew what it was up against in this deep blue district. Um, but that wasn't why I ran. I ran, one, 2022 here in Arizona, we have a new congressman or woman. We have a new district that's going to be coming in. So we'll know by May 1st where those districts are going to be drawn. And I knew that going into it. And what better way for people to get to know who you are and what you stand for than just dive right on in and go for it. And that, that's, that's what we decided to do. You know, it's very interesting, uh, some of the things you said, because, you know, Arizona is the birthplace of the Goldwater Republican. You know, Barry Goldwater mm -hmm. served mm -hmm. the state for over, uh, I believe, over 50 years. And yeah. I, when people talk about principled conservative, uh, he's the one who gave birth to it in America. And uh, so it's very interesting to see that that many Republicans in Arizona have moved away from that. Have they given you any indication why they don't want to look at these machines? They, they, they have, there's no logical reason other than a factor covering up corruption mm -hmm. and probably their own corruption. There's no other logical reason. And it, it's, a, and I told Chukri this and he agreed with me. And I, and I tell Clint Hickman the same thing. It's a win-win situation as a Republican. You have the audit, you either one are gonna show there's fraud and mm -hmm. you're a hero, right? Or you're gonna show there's no fraud and you get, hey, I did everything I possibly can for, for you know, to, to show the people that there is integrity in our elections, to show people that we're open and transparent with the process and what's going on. But the fact that these people are fighting against us so hard and they're supposed to be on our side there's no doubt in my mind we're gonna get that we're gonna get the audit in these machines one way or another, mm -hmm. and one way could be really could be good. They can just say take a look at the machines and have Colonel Waldron and his people come in and look at the machines, or it can be forced, and then it's gonna be really bad for them because the people that are covering up this corruption is treason, is what it is, and I and I believe that 100%. That's exactly what this is, and the amount of corruption. You know, ever since Arizona's been McCain, it's always been a problem. Now, with um, with your campaign, uh, have you filed any type of lawsuit, or is it something that you've considered? I've gone after them as as one of the people here of Arizona, uh, based on the Constitution, and I've filed or filed. I've given affidavits of treason 
two Rusty Bowers I had to serve to his house. Mm -hmm. I've had to serve to the state ledge. Uh, everybody in the state ledge knows the agents, knows the principal, knows the principals, knows the agent. They're all aware of it. Um, I've had to send directly to Karen Fan. And these are people, some of the people I had sent to are people I like. I, I, I get along with them. I like them. We agree probably on vast majority of things. But mm -hmm. up to the point now, I, I didn't get, in a, you're always going to have friends and make friends, right? But mm -hmm. I didn't get into politics to make friends. I got into politics to actually work for the people and do what's right for America. I don't give a damn if I have no friends. I got plenty of friends right now. I'm good. I don't need any more. But what the type of friends I want are people that are constitutionalists. They're conservatives. They believe in America. They believe in the values of America. They have some integrity and some backbone. Those are the type of friends that I'm going to have in Congress, the Gozars, the Biggses, Jordans. Those are the people that I would get along with. And, and, and you know, they, 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 they don't really – they play the game. Everybody has to play the game a little bit. But they have a hard line of where they stand, and they're fighting for what's right for the people and not just their party. Mm -hmm. And that's that's one thing that's very important. Uh, the American people have an absolute right to know that their elections are being done fairly and accurately. Uh, now, with a lot of states, the signature audit is the only means to check for any type of voter fraud. Uh, does Arizona, in to your knowledge, have any other laws or is it just a signature audit is the only type of audit that can occur? I, I, I believe, like like you said, in Georgia, the signatures, um, I mean, I, I don't know how anyone, again, can logically tell me that that, that, that we can't do that, you know, or that, that that doesn't happen, whether it's Michigan, mm -hmm. Wisconsin, or anywhere. And, and, and anywhere these Dominion machines were, as far as I'm concerned, they're fraudulent elections. Mm -hmm. In every single state, I think there's 28 states that use it or something like along those lines, but especially in these swing states, I think they all use Dominion. Maricopa County is the only county that has Dominion, but we also have over 3 million people here, you know, four, almost 4 yeah. million people in Maricopa. So we're the fourth largest county in the country, I believe, as of right now. But ES&S, the other machines that are used in other counties in Arizona, is just a sister company of Dominion. It's the same thing, just wrapped in a different box with a different name on it. It's the same. It's the same software. It's it's all the same stuff. And and in fact, I, I was watching tonight Patrick Byrne with um with uh, uh Ann Vandersteel, and he was talking about how they found transmitters in the thermostats that was sending information from the Dominion machines into tabulation centers to China. Now he wouldn't say exactly where in China, but that's the kind of stuff the information these guys are getting. And the president is being stonewalled from hearing it. And it, it's a it's a massive deep state bureaucracy that I, I I mean even I can hardly probably imagine what's really going on. But the you know the president is definitely being um, uh, I don't know what other term stonewalled is the best term I can use. That's mm -hmm. nice um, right now um, outside of Sidney Powell, Rudy Giuliani, Mike Flynn, General Flynn. And uh, people like that, 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 that are giving him uh, what I would say is the, the, probably the correct advice. And one thing that you touched on that we've been all over here. In fact, we have a broadcaster here on our network. Uh, her name is Rose Taylor. Uh, for the viewers watching, she has a show on here on NRN called Patriot Housewives. Uh, absolutely check it out. She's done a lot of research into the different, uh, the different voting companies out there and their apparatuses. And there is, it, it, it's like a West Virginia family tree. I mean, they're going 
back and forth and sideways with with how they trade uh not just machines but software and ceos mm -hmm. so it's it's like you touched on that they're, they're all kind of all in the same same bag um yeah so yes. it really puts some some questions uh now i do want to touch on uh the dominion machines in antrim county michigan those were examined and were found to have been changing votes uh yeah are you pressing for something like that even if it were just one county in arizona or are you yeah those results? what i've been, what i've been pushing for is a forensic audit on the dominion machines in maricopa because when that happens we're going to get mm -hmm. the same result antrim did there's no doubt in my mind and that's exactly why they're fighting this so hard. Mm -hmm. And you've heard probably Sidney Powell discuss a lot of these uh, these politicians. It's kind of a, a pay for play in a way where they they're paying for a service to win. Yeah, let me win 75-25 or 60-40 or whatever whatever you know whatever algorithm they want to use. You know they're they're paying for this service in a way. And both sides, not just mm -hmm. one sided. You know it just so happens it's probably more Democrat now than it has been in the past. But they perfected this, you know, they did it in 18 and they perfected it going into 2020, where they put it on a national scale, not just isolated practice test areas that they were probably doing in 2018. And, and now it's a national, it's a giant, like Joe Biden even said it, his dementia hit and he actually said the truth. You know, it's the, it's the largest fraud in the history of the United States. And, and at 100%, there's no doubt in my mind that it is. And when we get our hands on those machines, not me, but, Colonel Waldron and his team or whoever decides to go in and look at these things mm -hmm. there. There's no doubt in my mind. They're going to find this and there's going to be people getting hauled off to, to a long time. Maybe getting well, I don't know, but the, there's going to be a lot of people going down for it because it is treasonous is what they've done. Cause this is a presidential election and it's down ballot. Mm -hmm. You know, the sheriff race, the, 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 you know, other congressional races, state Absolutely. house and Senate races. This is a down ballot scheme where they can pick and choose who they want to win based on the algorithm. You know, when you see a guy win the last couple of elections, it's always the same percentages. And then they have like a 30% increase in turnout, allegedly, but it's still the same percentage of win, basically like no independents voted for him or, it, you know, nothing, nothing changed. It's always the same. It, that's, that's a, you know, that's a, a definitely a red light kind of flashing at me that there's something wrong. You know what's funny is both the New York Times and the AP in the last two years have talked about fraudulent elections. Now they were mainly focused overseas, but what they discussed were a lot of the things that we're seeing. You're seeing sudden increase in turnout. You're seeing uh, more people voting than what percentage-wise than what's on the voter rolls. Yeah, uh, you're seeing. Uh, you know, they both did stories about how mail-in ballots were the most susceptible to uh, elect your voter fraud. So yeah. it's funny because now they've switched their opinion now that it actually could benefit, uh, you know, candidates that they prefer. Uh, but it, it, they're widely on record uh, with that. Now, has uh, I know you've been talking about the state legislature. Has the state GOP uh, reached out to you? Have they said that they're going to do something on the party's end, uh, maybe a lawsuit yeah. or something. They're, they they've been doing things. They've been filing, you know, certain things. And and I and I've talked with Kelly about it. And she's fighting. You know, she's she's truly fighting. Um, and I like I like what I see. You know, I like her fight, and she's truly going after it. Um, it it's going to come down to you know they sent the uh, the uh, contested slate, 
Um, and, and, you know, it's going to come down to – it's going to come back down to the states again, I believe. Mm-hmm. And we all know that 20 uh, – as a 26 – I think it's 26 to 23, if I remember correctly, Republican to Democrat um, as far as uh, one state, one vote. And the Democrats don't want to see that, obviously, because if that happens, President Trump would be declared the, the, the winner at that point. But I, I honestly believe that even before that, there's going to be enough fraud exposed when we get, like I said, I, I truly believe that, that I, I can completely see uh, Biden conceding the election. Mm-hmm. I can see that happening. I can see the fraud. There's no reason why we should we should accept this election without a forensic audit of all these Dominion machines. Absolutely no reason. Now, if I recall uh, today, actually, the Arizona State Senate was going to have hearings that were going to uh, help determine what they were going to do with the uh, which set of electors they were going to choose. Now, I haven't done a follow up. I don't know if you heard anything on uh, if any decision has come out of that hearing. Uh, but it'd be interesting to see if uh, the state legislature would be willing to move forward with uh, changing the election, essentially saying we can't certify the vote. Yeah, well, Speaker Bowers, uh, he canceled the hearing. Okay. Um, you know, I haven't heard anything new since then. I've been, I, I own a business here, so I've been super busy. And I was gone for five days in Texas with my family because we went and celebrated an early Christmas. And uh, so I, I was out doing that, but I was on the phone constantly with people here because we had a big rally here last Saturday as well at the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Um, with, you know, Congressman Biggs, Congressman Gozar and, and Kelly Ward and a lot of other people, you know, type of different news networks and stuff where they're covering it as well. Um, but it is it is going to come down, you know, to I, I feel it's going to come down to um, either the Board of Supervisors allows access or President Trump can enact that 2018 executive order he wrote and 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 and, and act or invoke the, the military to get to be involved. To get these machines and and for nothing else than get the machines and have their friends get audited properly. Mm -hmm. You know, if that's what it comes down to, I'll fully support that because the lack of transparency just, it just screams corruption to me. And and there's just no way we can accept this election without it. Absolutely not. Have you heard anything about the president uh, and Rudy Giuliani's team uh, down there in Maricopa County? Have they been, have they been on the ground to your knowledge? Yeah, Rudy's been here. He's been on the ground here okay. um, uh, about a week, week and a half ago. They were here, um, and you know, he met with. I'm sure he met with a bunch of people in in, in the house and the Senate and everything as well. But uh, you know, they definitely um, they're very very aware of what's going on here, mm-hmm. um, and they're um, Rudy's not happy <laughs> with with what's going on here. The the lack of movement in regards to access to these machines and. And like he said, and like I, I keep repeating myself to everybody, you know, the there's just no logical reason for any Republican to say, no, don't look at these machines. You know, where, where's Governor Ducey out of this? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, he, he, he can call a special session and have this done and taken care of, but he's not. Why? You know, I mean, he had it's uh, pretty obvious why. He had presidential hopes, uh, people were saying, <laughs> coming anymore. into this election. And yeah, I think yeah. he's, I think by certifying the election when he said he wouldn't, uh, he's kind of dashed that. Um, yeah. it, it remains to be seen if the, you know, the normal 
GOP are out there will support him. Um, now, I do want to switch gears just a little bit uh, and talk about, I don't know if you've been able to hear about the uh, stimulus package. We're all getting $600. Wow, right? yeah, you pay, you pay my electric <laughs> bill. Great, for one month. <laughs> and uh, uh, the president did do a speech tonight. He did not say if he was going to veto and or pocket veto it. Um, but if he were to pocket veto it, it would go into the next Congress, which would mean they would have to revote. Um, one thing I, I do think is is clear, if by whatever happens, Trump is inaugurated on January 20th, he will definitely have a better idea as to who has his back and who does not. That's the one the, the one positive thing that can come of all of this that's going on is that it has separated the um, deep state rhinos from the real, what I call the real conservatives out there, mm -hmm. uh, the people that actually care about the people of this country. And even from the Democrat side, I mean, I've seen Tulsi Gabbard recently saying stuff that a conservative Republican would say, mm -hmm. you know, and it's just because it's common sense. You know, it, it, and she's not even a Democrat anymore. That that party's socialist. That Democrat party is gone. It's a socialist party. So she's to me, she's a limbo right now. You know, <laughs> she's kind of like a third party by herself out there. And um, but it, it's just the, the amount it, the amount of corruption President Trump has exposed, and the amount of uh, of the establishment, deep state, globalism, and all that stuff we hear about. It's one huge thing that's happened under his presidency, and, and, it, and now especially continues. And every day, mm -hmm. we see more and more of it every day. And I'll tell you right now, the American people and the people of Arizona that I know, they're not going to, this is not going to happen in 2022. Mm -hmm. These people are going to be primary. There's going to be money and funding behind it. And they're going to they're gonna be punished for, for not doing you know, the best interests of, of, of the American people. And hopefully and that spending good, bill was terrible. And hopefully know? it's a good lesson to the people that, you know, the down ballot, that's where you get the future leaders. So if you're not yeah. electing good people to those, you know, local dog catcher and school boards, mm -hmm. you, that's where we recruit from, you know, yeah. on both sides of the aisle. So if you're not paying attention to those or who those candidates are, this is what happens with the cycle. You get people who aren't really in it for the everyday American. Um, now, yeah, that's true. you have done some amazing work with, since COVID hit, of helping businesses stay open. Could you could you talk a little bit about that? Yes, I have, I have a good friend of mine uh, named David Jose. And David is a, a private membership association, or we call it PMA, he's an expert. He's an expert on it. Um, he's he's uh, learned the constitution inside and out. Um, dealing with CPS related cases over the years. And he approached me. Um, I've known David for well over a year. And he came to me and said, Hey, I think I have something that can help you with the gym. So Governor Ducey decided he's going to um, shut down everybody. Mm -hmm. So we found out that according to ARS 26317, you can look it up here in Arizona. The first part of that, and I'm just going to paraphrase, says that if you don't listen to Governor Ducey, you're going to get cited and fined and, and, potentially arrested. The second part of it that they always seem to omit the second part is that when you work in the private, when you operate in the private, you do, you can decide whether or not you decide to follow any emergency orders. Mm -hmm. So we took that and, um, and moved my, my facility into the private as a private membership association. And we opened 
only to the into the private and it, it's kind of confusing when you do it but mm -hmm. uh, uh, what, what you do is basically any public law or public policy affects those in the public and what I mean by that is most people have an LLC or something like that that ties them to the state and and those laws are applicable to you so when you're when you're in the private they, they don't apply okay and it sounds crazy it sounds too good to be true but if you look at um, there's there's a case David always brings up. It's a 1958 uh, NAACP versus Alabama. Now we know 1958 Alabama, right? How how it was with black and white issues. So they basically said we don't want you doing business in our state. And NAACP, you know, they said, well, we want to we're going to do business in your state. We're in a private. We're going to we're going to continue doing our, our work here. Mm -hmm. So they went to state Supreme Court in Alabama, 1958, and nine all-white judges voted nine to nothing in favor of the NAACP because they're in the private. They can do what they want. They can conduct their own. Their, their association can be, can be open for business, I guess you would say. And this has also happened um, in 1959, I believe it was in Mississippi or something. The following year it happened, the same thing. But it shows you the power of what a PMA is, that even in 1950, Alabama, the NAACP won nine to zero. And I can show you example after example after example of the power of a PMA. But if you think of like a, a Moose Lodge or a Elks Lodge and stuff like that, that operate in the private, you know, they don't even have liquor licenses, mm -hmm. but they, they have alcohol. So there's, there's ways of doing things for restaurants and bars and do stuff. Dave's an expert at showing the bars and restaurants how to um, maneuver and manipulate things, change the business model a little bit to fit. But for me, being a gym, it was very easy. Mm -hmm. Membership-based things are very easy to switch into, but there are ways for restaurants and bars. And we actually got two restaurants on the East Coast that we brought in uh, to a PMA to stick it to Governor Murphy. And uh, we've actually already won. We've already won three um, arbitrations, constitutional arbitrations, that we've taken the people that tried to challenge us. We took an arbitration and we, and we won. And we've won 1.2 million. 455,000, I think another one is 700,000. And we're working with a constitutional attorney now that will be the one that sues to collect the money now at this point. So we've already proven that it works. We've proven that it won. Anybody wants to challenge us, feel free to, because we always like to make more money for the people. And we can just take it and they can maybe go start a new gym or uh, a new uh, another, another private entity to get into to make more money for themselves and, and mm -hmm. for people that work for them as well. But we've saved um, over 80 businesses now. Um, you know, I own a gym here in California as well. So I reached out to a lot of my friends that own gyms around the country and said, hey, you don't need to be shut down any longer. You don't need to be depressed. You don't need to be borderline suicidal, losing everything you've worked for for a, over a decade or more. Um, we can do this. And, and when we did it, um, these, these guys are so grateful, so thankful. And, and, and it's, 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 it's so great to see just people that I know personally, that there's good people that just, you know, they love what they do for a living and, uh, and they have it taken from you. You know, not that Absolutely. they screwed it up yeah. and they lost the business and they bankrupted it, but to have it taken from you by a communist dictator, dictatorial governor, is just, it makes me, I, I can get angry zero to a hundred real fast, just thinking about it and to think about what these people have done to the these thousands tens of thousands of businesses around the country that are permanently closed you know and how many families have been ruined how many families that work for them have been ruined mm -hmm. it just it blows my mind what these people have done to this country 
And it's so vitally important that, that, that we get good people back into Congress, into the Senate, retain the Senate, get Trump back in, and then we can really, really go after these people. And, um, and we're going to lose our republic. That's what it comes down to. Now, with this private organization that, you, that you, you've worked on, uh, you're saying other state, people from other states can join and work with yes. you? Yes, it can be from any state. We've had, I've had businesses or gyms in different places from Oregon, Washington, California, obviously Arizona, uh, New Mexico, New Jersey, uh, New York. I try to target Democrat strongholds because it makes me happy. When <laughs> <laughs> and and I, challenge, I challenge Governor Cuomo to try, go ahead and try to do something, or Governor Murphy to try to do something to these people because, like I said, we'll just make more money for them and they can maybe open another private business mm-hmm. um, in, in your state. Um, because when you, when you really dig into this, it's, it's truly remarkable that, that, that showing the people that they actually have the power, but showing them in the Constitution where that power comes from. Mm-hmm. And when you show it to them, they're like, oh, my God, how did we not know this? I got friends with master's degrees in business, and I bring it up to them. And they're like, oh, well, I don't know what that is. That, that's, that's not anything. And I go, no, and I show them, and they're, like, blown away by it, you know? They're like, why didn't they teach us this? Well, they don't teach you a lot of things in school, so – you know, that makes a lot of sense to me because I I grew up in Toledo, Ohio, and uh-huh. uh, uh, probably about almost 20 years ago, they uh, enacted a smoking ban where they couldn't even have smoking sections. But mm-hmm. there were private members, membership organizations that uh-huh. were exempted, and a lot of yep. places went to private membership, like bars mm-hmm. and restaurants that you could walk into. They, they would stop you at the door and say, are you a member? You can purchase uh-huh. a membership here at the door. Uh, you got to fill out some paperwork, and that was it. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. And good old Toledo, man. I, I, I got family in Toledo. <laughs> oh, yeah, born and raised. Um, okay. Uh, but, yeah, what you're saying absolutely rings true with what I've seen yeah. actually happen there. Yeah. And obviously it wasn't on this scale, but it makes sense. Where where could a bar, restaurant, or just anybody who has a business, uh, where could they go to, to reach out to uh, uh, that organization? Sure. What you can do is you can just uh, direct message me either through Twitter or okay. Instagram. It's Barnett for AZ, um, Josh Barnett for Congress on Facebook. Or you can email me. It's contact at barnettforaz.com. Uh, just contact me. I'll send you some information to get in touch. I'll put you in touch with me and David uh, together so we're on the same page. Okay. And we can explain in detail exactly what needs to be done uh, for you to have your business not only open and thriving, but it takes the, the stress off your mind knowing that they can't shut you down. And it, it just, it, it brings so much joy to me <laughs> knowing, <laughs> knowing that, that these people are, they're, they're finally put in their place. And I will give you a chance at the end of the interview to also plug those all again a second time. So if you're watching, uh, you don't have to rewind or we will do it at the end as well. Um, I do have a question for you. How do you see uh, the next 30 days playing out? Do, do you see it? Well, I, I think that uh, with, like I said, with these contested slates, I, I feel it's going to go back to the states. Um, it's going to be the House of Representatives is going to decide this. Um, I, I, I truly believe that that they're it's already going to be contested, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, even Andy Biggs and Matt Gates and all these guys. It only takes one. We got about fifteen, you know, in the Senate. We already have people in the Senate that are going to be contesting it. Tommy so Tuberville we already won. Said he would. Yeah. 
Yeah, we yeah exactly. We and we got and, and God bless. I'm a college football player, so I, you know, <laughs> Coach Tubb, you know, Tubb, I'm like, thank you so much for that. But you know, we have we have many more than one, but we have what we need. And when that happens, there's like I said, there's 26 Republican states, and there's 23 Democrat states within the House of Representatives, and I believe there's one tie or something in there. But um, we have the majority, mm-hmm. and that means that what you would think that means that president Trump would be given those electoral votes and the same with the Senate and Mike Pence obviously would be heading all this presiding over all of this as well. Um, And I I see it going that far and I see it, I see it going to a contingent election and I see president Trump coming down on top and I'm going to be there January 6th in Washington, DC. And I'm very, I just, I'm going to, I'm buying a ticket when we get off here actually. Um, So I got a round trip ticket there. And I plan on being in the, 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 the middle of, of history of this country because nothing to this level has ever happened really in this country since, you know, 1776. One interesting, about, one interesting thing about a contingent election is it is in the Constitution, which means uh, the court cannot intervene. There is yes. prior restraint does not uh, apply. So... Yeah, it would have to be, if it was going to be challenged, it would have to be afterwards. And there's only a couple days between January 6th and January 20th. Exactly. Not a lot of time yeah. there to, to uh, get anything done through the court. Uh, so that that would be... Well, if, uh, if, nobody, if nobody believes us, they can look it up themselves at the 12th Amendment. Yep. Look it up and read it. It tells you pretty pretty plain English. You know, that's the one great thing about the Constitution. If you, if you, you know, just read it, it's, it's right there. <laughs> Uh, and, and it's it's plain as day as far as what what happens, and, and that's exactly what happens. And I foresee that actually happening. Now I also foresee, like I said, that we get our hands in these machines, stuff could happen prior to that. Mm-hmm. But if it gets to that point, that's where it's going to go, and I okay. feel that's going to be the end result. And um, and God bless all those deep state rhinos and Democrats if Trump gets back in there. Oh yeah, I think they're going to they're going to need they're going to need a they're going to need to get a lot of lawyering up, you know. Uh there, I think there's going to be a lot of primaries in the next 2 years. Yes, uh, will. So that'll be very interesting. Um okay, uh before we uh we close out, I do want to give you a chance to to plug everything. Where can people find you on the internet? Yes, you can I'm on Twitter a lot. Um okay. I'm also I'm, I'm trying to do a little more parlor. I forget sometimes because I have, I have so much stuff going on, and then you know with the with the business and everything else. So, but Barnett for AZ on Twitter and Instagram is Josh Barnett for Congress on Facebook, and you can also email me um, through my website. It's barnettforaz.com. You can email me straight from there, and it'll go to my you know it'll come right to me or my campaign manager, and we'll see it, and, and we'll try to respond to you as soon as possible. Um, if you want any information about the PMAs, um, we I had a David start a, a Twitter page. It's PMA dash. PMA private is it's at PMA private. Okay. So if you go to that and follow that, we're trying to put more information on there to, to show people. Um, we one of our one of our one of my biggest people on there is Ian Ian uh, Ian's with um, Attila's Gym in okay. New Jersey. Right. So he's been, you know, the big beard. Um, he's been on Tucker and everything many times, but we moved him into the private. And uh, he's, um, that's, he, he was the one in the viral videos getting harassed, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. So when he went back in and kicked those doors open, we already had him into the private. 
Because I tell people, why do you think he's not getting arrested? Or why do you think, you know, he's not getting shut down completely? Because he's in the private now and they, they've been given notice of what he's done and, and what he's been doing. So they, he got arrested, right? Well, the problem was that Friday, David got with him the Friday before he got arrested on Monday. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to send the notices out to the governor, to the, to the AG and everybody, right? The police chief and everything else. Well, those letters, those notices didn't get out to them until that Monday after he was already arrested. So as soon as he got in and got out, he went back, kicked his doors open, and they didn't arrest him again <laughs> because they knew at that point they can't touch him because he's operating as a PMA. So if you look on his front door, and I, I post it on my Twitter every so often, on his front door, it'll say in the top left corner of that door, it says whatever, I think it's, I forget the name of his PMA, but it's PMA, we operate as a private entity, um, you know, whatever. So it's like posting notice right on the front door like he's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Everybody in that, that county, city, city and state have been given notice of what he's done. And um, and that's why they can't touch him, you know? So he's, he's, he's the big one that's out there that, that um, you know, is fighting against these people. But um, I'd like to see him be a little more forthcoming with what he's done to, to, to show them here's why I'm not being arrested or here's why, um, here's why they're not shutting me down uh, other than, you know, you know, certain words, you know, the heck with tyranny, you know, and stuff like that. You know, we, we need to, I'd like to see him be a little more forthcoming with what, what's been going on, but mm-hmm. we're trying to get the word out to anybody. You know, Excellent. and it, like I said, if it feels too good to be true, it's not. It works. I, I personally have done it. I did it to myself first. I tried it on myself first before I told anybody else about it. <laughs> and we have testimonial after testimonial after testimonial that can show these people that this is how to do it. And even if you're not having problems yet, don't wait till you get cited or have the health department come and cite you. Do it now. You'll never have to go back to the public <laughs> again. You'll never have and it's tax benefits. Like I said, it, 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 there's, there's so many positives to it, and it's a way to not let government control you. It, it, it's for the people to actually take control uh, for themselves, and, and it is, there's nothing better to me right now, especially with everything going on, that we need to spread the word as much as possible to help these people because there's so many people I see on TV, and, I, and I'm calling people, texting people, hey, do you know the owner of this place in New Jersey or New York, like the guy in Long Island? How do I get a hold of this guy? We can help him. You know, we can show them what to do, and it's just so hard. It's just so much, so many people, but we're doing the best we can to get the word out. And we literally, when I was in Texas, we, we moved 10 businesses into the private while I was in Texas for five days. Nice. So even when I was gone, I was on the phone with David, and we were working and doing stuff. So we're, we're doing the best we can just between us, you know, and uh, doing as many, you know, helping as many people as we possibly can. Well, you're doing very good work, and I know, uh, I know a lot of people out there appreciate it, and it's, it's not going unnoticed. Yeah, good, uh, good. That's good. I really do want to thank you for joining us today uh, and, you know, taking the time out of your day. Uh, I wish you luck with everything. And uh, if there's any big movements or anything, uh, feel free to give a, to come back. Uh, we'd love okay. to have you on again. Um, and I do want everyone to know you can find us at www.newrightnetwork.com and at www.nrnplus.com. You can follow us on Twitter and all other social media at, at New Right Network. And uh, again, to uh, Jess Barnett, thank you very much for joining us. Thank and- you for having me. I just want to say I apologize for the, 
I came straight from a workout because we were going to meet earlier and I was like, I got to get this workout in. <laughs> so next time I'll I have a little nicer that. outfit and you're not, not doing Christmas presents and everything behind me. So, um, but I appreciate you having me on. Oh no, thank you for coming on and to, to yourself, your family and everyone watching, uh, have a very safe and Merry Christmas and happy Hanukkah. You thank you. You too. You've been listening to New Right Network, mobilizing, countering, energizing. Online at newrightnetwork.com. <laughs>